Welcome back to Renegade Muscle. I am Jeff Roberts, and I am here as always with Lee Priest. What's up, Lee? You awake over there? Just, I'm just, I was just clicking on the what? What should I look at? Best world news websites, the latest news in the USA today, world news today, latest world breaking news today. Ooh, yeah. Will it have? I'm guessing if I look at any of these, it won't have any of those fucking. Antifa bastards going around hitting people in the back of their heads, will they? What is Antifa? I don't even know what that was uh, like. What that means? You know, is, it, is it an acronym? Yeah, for dickheads. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> you know the ones that walk around with their masks on and sneak up behind people and sucker punch them in the back of the head and beat up old people because they're with the Biden group that's all about unity and peace and coming together and understanding and fighting yeah. for freedom of speech but if you're a trump supporter and you have freedom of speech and yeah. it's funny biden biden and kamala kamala harris they never look at this i'm gonna put some light on oh there i am they never come out and say trump yeah, never trump trump never denounces white supremacists i don't see them denouncing the antifa and the blm groups that go around beating people up i mean the truth uh, trump Trump did a lot of good yeah. things, actually. It's yeah. just the media is never going to let I don't you. Get, I don't want to get you started so early, the, Jeff. The media is never going to let you know about the good stuff that Trump has done, but oh, yeah. That's like you know how that goes, Lee. Trump. There's a reason that you Trump. know more about our politics than I do. <laughs> what about the one where they say there is no substantiated evidence of voter fraud, and yet there's over 200 affidavits. They've got, what was it, Tucker Carlson was on TV the other day going through the list of people who he's like, such and such say dr michael johnson was a heart surgeon he loved his country and loved voting he loved voting so much that he even voted seven years later after his death because he wanted his vote to count he was going through the list of people <laughs> in all these different states that have been dead for years who yeah. voted and stuff but well, and apparently then the other, they found apparently they, they found like people like they found a guy i don't know if any of this is real but apparently like in michigan where scott's from um i heard that there was like more votes than there were registered voters oh. by like a million. And oh, then they yeah. found like Scott, they, lots of sketchy Scott, shit. But, who knows? For, I mean. Because Michigan was one of those swing states. We had to wait forever for them to count up the votes there in Pennsylvania and everywhere else. Who'd Scott vote for, by the way? <laughs> who knows? Uh, uh, okay. You didn't vote. Oh, dear. Um, who did you vote for, Lee? You didn't vote oh, either, prick. I, I can't, but I would have voted for Trump. Yeah, I, hope, I, I know. Only, only, not, not because, like I said, he's done a lot for the country, even though people don't want to admit it, but he has. The facts speak for themselves. But the only reason I wouldn't, like, if somebody else had a ran for, you know, instead of Joe, I might have went the other way if they had good policies and shit. I don't care about the person, as long as they got these good policies, which they never get passed anyway half the time. But... The only reason I would have, wouldn't vote for Biden was he's been there too long as it is, almost 50 years. He's done fuck all. He was vice president for eight years. So what is it? This is what I want to know. The people that did vote for Biden, what is it that you're seeing him now that's all of a sudden like, holy fuck, he's going to make changes when he's been there for almost 50 fucking years? He yeah, was vice but, president for eight years. He did nothing yeah. as vice president. So what, what makes you think, holy moly, the guy's fucking senile, but now he's going to make big changes. <laughs> if you think the guy can't, the guy that, can't even change his right, fucking diaper. Right. He can't change. If you, like, if you think that if you think that that guy is running the most influential country in the world, like you're out of your mind. 
Like he's just right, <laughs> right. He's just a he's just like a very easy way for the people who do who do control things to control things. Yeah, pretty much, know? pretty much like, like that weekend at Bernie's. There's fucking Joe Biden, <laughs> Bernie, and he's right. he's George Soros and the Rothschilds moving his fucking arm, waving to the crowd and talking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, something like that. Anyways, well, here's, here's some breaking maybe, news. Here's some breaking news for you. This will this will be me tomorrow. This could be my last show. I just want to say goodbye to everyone. I was That's just it. bringing that up. What a segue. Today. Down a little bit. Cervical dissectomy. That's where they go in. They go I was showing my wife. Going through the front of your neck there. And... This is obviously for your nerve yeah, issues. So. Yes, yes. So I went to see him last week, and he goes, how soon would you like it done? I said, how soon can you do it? He goes, next Tuesday. I said, good. He goes, you want it done that soon? I said, mate, I've been uncomfortable. I've been able to train for five and a half years. If you can get me in now before you go on Christmas holidays, because I figure if I can get in now and you've got like five, six weeks recovery, that'll take me to almost next year rather than getting it done next year. Then you have to wait another bloody five or six weeks. Come next year, I'll be starting to get into the rehab side and stuff. Right. What is he? Who is this guy? His name's Peter. Do you know him? <laughs> no. Then what's it matter who this fucking guy is? He's a I, I want to know. Like, is he? Like, how'd you find? Like, uh, my general, my good friend, who's my general doctor. I asked him, and then when I saw this guy, he goes, "Why don't you have Doctor Furch do it? He's the one that did my first one that got infected and never worked." I said, "Well, he did a shit job the first time, and..." My good friend, he has like, um, he's been a doctor forever, great guy, and he also has cosmetic clinics and that. I said, he recommended you. That's why I came to see you. He goes, okay, I can do it next Tuesday. And I said, okay. He goes, if, if I never had that first surgery, he said he would have just replaced the whole disc, but he can't do that because I had that surgery already. Uh-huh. And then there was another one where you see like, you know, you see like your spine here. Yeah. They got another one where it's like titanium things like that strips that go down each side and they drill it in but he goes they can be a problem because sometimes it makes people have a hard time swallowing so he goes this one it goes in it almost looks like a little it almost exactly looks like this i'll show you i'll pull this out it almost looks like this where am i going with the camera here it almost looks like that yeah. but it goes this way so it looks like this and on top there's these two metal things that come this way and two that go down that way Okay. And it goes goes in between the former space and that sort of nerve's not crushed. And he's like, you know, we can't guarantee anything. But he goes, I can guarantee if you don't get it done, nothing's going to change. I said, well, nothing's changed for five and a half years. So let's just go ahead and do it. What's the... Said, uh... When I come out of it, he goes, your voice could change. I said, will it be deeper like Barry White? <laughs> he goes, no, generally people's voice changes. Some goes permanent, some is just a little bit. But it's more like that. It's more like that. I said, how the hell can I call someone a cunt like that? He can't. He can't. <laughs> T- doesn't quite have the effect, does it? Yeah, you, right. You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I need, hello, oh. Jeff, how are you? Very yeah. good, thank you. <laughs> yeah, worse than that. Oh, and and oh. now I figure, too, what might happen, my luck will I'll come out and say, great news, Lee, great news. Your neck was a success. Only problem was. I hit your spinal cord and then you can't walk, but your neck is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yep. then I thought that would be shitty, but then I figured to myself, you know what? One pair of shoes will fucking last me forever, wouldn't it? 
It's true. Hey. Yeah, one pair of trousers too. Uh, the only the only thing I'd be worried about, I should have two pair of shoes, and just in case I have that moment where my foot falls off the wheelchair and I don't know, and it's dragging along the ground. Right. So I'd have to replace that you'd, shoe. So especially you'd, two. You never know. No, I could wear my toes down to the stump and not even know. <laughs> <laughs> Better get two steel cap shoes, then no. Yeah, <laughs> but I get steel toes. The second thought. See? What's the There's recovery always, the like cup, for this? The cup's half full. Uh, you said like five to six yeah. weeks, but you know, Lee, probably in two That's weeks, I'll be getting bad. the I'll, I'll be getting the rubber band out, going, oh, 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 yeah, oh. come back. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, fucking hell! My triceps, like Joe Biden, has lost its fucking memory. I'll call so, it the I'll call it the Biden effect. <laughs> yeah. When you, it, when they separate these pieces and it frees up the nerve, does, and then and it nerves, heals. And nerves, nerves grow. Nerves grow back like a millimeter a fucking month. Okay, or so the nerve still has to grow back, and it's a slow process. Yeah. And yeah. then once that's done, then I, then I'll look into the stem cell because. You know, people say, go get stem cell, go get stem cell. I'm like, well, what's the point getting stem cell if the nerve's still crushed? You know, there's no point injecting stem cells into it if it's still crushed in between the thing. It's not right. going to help it, is it? You've got to fucking yeah. relieve it first and then and then get all that shit in there. Yeah. When is oh. this? Pretty soon, right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Damn. So you could this, this could be the best podcast ever if it's my last one. Yeah. The last... Uh... <laughs> Last sign of Wee Priest. To all my fans, I want to thank you very much. And that to the ones I don't like, go fuck yourselves. Yep. Oh, here's a better picture of it here. Look, look, Lee, just turn the page and we can have a look. Your surgeon may use a cervical disc prosthesis to replace the removed disc. The pre uh, sounds like I'm getting some sort of um something done on my cervix, doesn't it? It does, actually. I hope I, I, I haven't gone and made an appointment with the gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite the fuck up. This was the one he could have done, but he says that's the one that makes it hard to swallow. See that bracket one? Oh yeah, yep. I think I'm going for this. I'm going for the this model where they go in or something. Synthetic spacer or cage. Bone. And then they this is where they incision here, where they slice my neck open. Nice. Probably hit the jugular. We have a bleed. <laughs> we'll bleed out. A, de hmm. a decision to have surgery. A neurosurgeon cannot guarantee that your surgery will meet your expectations. I'm going to be like, Jesus, mate, you put that thing in my neck and it didn't add any inches to my penis. What the fuck? I want a refund. <laughs> recovery. What? In the recovery area. Oh. Hmm. Discomfort in your arms and neck may remain for a few days due to swelling. Oh, thank you. Well, lucky for you, you seem to have a pretty, uh, a pretty insane pain tolerance, based on what I've seen. You don't seem to oh, be yes. too bothered by pain. No, no. The only good thing I like is when they put you to sleep. Cause that's the fun part. You know, when the anesthetist comes in and gives you the stuff, and you try and fight it. I'm yeah. not going. And they give you a bit more. You yeah. can't get me. Then all of a sudden, you're like waking up. You're like, what happened? Did you get me? Right. I remember once I'd, I had my four wisdom teeth taken out at once, and I was at the dentist, and he gave me some stuff, you know, just relax. Then he gets the mask, the gas to knock you out. Yep. And I remember he's talking to me, and I'm talking away. And as he's talking, he's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 he, he kept this going, guy up. 
Yeah, he kept going. Again. And when I went back a week later for my thing, he looks at me as soon as I walk in the room, he goes, man, he goes, I'm surprised you're not still asleep. He goes, I gave you enough to knock out an elephant. He goes, you wouldn't shut the fuck up. And that's what he said. <laughs> and he goes, even nice when you're out of it, your tongue was still going like this in your mouth. The tongue yeah. was still moving around. Still trying goes, to talk. He goes, I gave you enough to knock out an elephant. Then when you left here, you were walking down the hallway yelling out, you're Superman. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. That would have been funny. You know, they always film kids in the cars after they come out the dentist. Me yeah. going down the hallway saying, I'm Superman. Yeah. <laughs> so after the surgery. Uh, but my mum's the same out. too. My mum's the same whenever I get put out. Like when I went to have that thing camera put down my neck, they couldn't put me out. They gave me free injections of this stuff. And they said, we can't give him any more. So normally I tell them, whatever you think you're going to give me, give me a little bit more. Because I really don't want to wake up during it. Yeah. I'm like that with uh, Novocaine at the at the dentist. They shoot me yeah. at the like I've gotten like eight shots of Novocaine in the same in the same. Well, I'm uh, the dentist, same. I tell the same. Room. Yeah. Like my face would be numb, but I can still feel the truth that the hurts. Nerve. Yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah. Like the whole fu- my whole face feels like rubber, but as soon as they mm-hmm. blow air yeah. in there, it's like, yeah. And then you get queasy and end up fainting mm-hmm. from all the all the Novocaine. But it's like you know. I had my eye surgery done when I had that hole in the eyelid and they're doing that. They meant to knock me out, but I sort of kept waking up during it. And I started making a joke and I think I shouldn't joke while he's in my eye there because I started, I remember talking about how if you fuck up, I'm going to be a fucking pirate and stuff like that. <laughs> and the next thing I must have went back to sleep and then I sort of woke up again because I remember looking at the light and started talking. And yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, shut up, leave. He's in your eye with these surgical tools and he sort of giggles and oh, that's funny. Right. Yeah, I remember the one joke I made about the pirate thing and that. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. So, um, yeah, hopefully well, that goes. sounds exciting, doesn't it? Hopefully, when that goes well, we can we'll see you on on stage again. The 2020 Olymp- 2022 Olympia. 212, 212 division. Give a, an anesthesist a list of your medications. Oh, yes, of course. Smoking after surgery. Well, I don't. I don't smoke, so I don't have to worry about that, do I? There you yeah, go. Very diagnosis. Yeah, we've been through that. Treatment options. Oh, candidates for a disectomy. If you're a short bodybuilder and you're fucked up. Oh, good. That's good. Signs of don't get don't get hooked cord. on painkillers again, though. You end up drawn with the nah. old women in fucking rehab again. Yeah, I can make some money again. No, I'm not going to do that. Weakness <laughs> or numbness in the arm, severe pain in the shoulder blade. Yeah, I got that. Other related chronic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your medical, yeah, I, I cover all that, yeah. I just got to wait now for them to call me this afternoon and give me my, this is what time you got to stop eating. And don't you hate that? I always find yes. that night time, I can eat, I can eat, and, I, and then I'm not hungry. But as soon as someone tells you you can't eat after this time, I get fucking hungry after that time. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, say, say they said you can't eat after eight. Uh, hold oh. on one second. They're actually calling now. Can you hold on? This is me yep. going live. Hold on. Look hold at this. It. Hello? I'm back. He's back. No, I can't remember the address. They want me to go get some bloods taken too this afternoon. Fucking hell, why is everything got to be going on today? All right. Yes, where that, where, that where was, are we? Oh, that was a lady I spoke to today. She wants me to go get some bloods taken. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Bloods. Don't you love that? Especially, I don't mind. Have you ever had your bloods taken and 
you go in and someone can do it so easy you don't even feel it then you get the ones who go in and they dig around and you're just like oof. yeah that's like I, uh, like probably 19 out of 20 times they do a good job but there's mm-hmm. that one out of 20 oh. where it's like come on and like anyone uh, i mean it makes up it makes <laughs> up all the times that the others did good i remember i went to the hospital once i was dehydrated and instead of just going for the arm where you could still see one she wanted to go for the hand yeah because it was that flat she had like five goes and i said look seriously i, I don't mean to be rude but if you miss again i'm gonna punch you <laughs> 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 And for like three weeks later, before I, this was before I had the tattoo, so you, you could have seen it easy, but my hand was about as dark as the tattoos for like three yeah. weeks from the bruising. And you know when your hand, how it's so sore it is when they dig around and shit like that? I'm like, oh, so it's like, no, like, uh, it's just muscle and bone. There's mm-hmm. no. And then I think, too, of course, yeah, after the third go, it made her nervous. So she's actually doing it even worse. I'm like, yeah, oh. right. If they just take it out, don't leave it in there. They start moving it around in there. And it's just like, oh, that's even worse. Just take it yeah. out and try again. I'll pass out if they fuck with it too much. Yeah, I, I don't fainting. pass out. I remember some days when I'd had to give myself a shot of steroids. You know, I'd pull it out. A fucking blame, blood would spurt out. It's like, give it to me. I generally hit a vein all the time just by accident. <laughs> give me the needle off to it. <laughs> yeah, that's no I good. A, I'll hit a blood vessel. No problem. <laughs> so, uh... What do you think of James Hollingshead winning all these shows? You've been following it. Uh yeah. So his pictures look good. Look very good. Yeah. And he's, then I uh, just and then I just saw didn't um, Regan win the Romanian one? Did he? Yeah, I think I just saw something up on uh, Rex Regan Grimes wins the Romanian. Ooh, pro. Hmm. That was this weekend, I guess, huh? I'm gathering, Jeff. I'm gathering. So it must be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else was in it though. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I saw pictures of the of that show. Can James? But I didn't... Can James get? Uh, he, he can't do it. Can he get to the Olympia still with the lockdown he's, in London yet? Or? I think, from what I understand, he's they're still not sure. But he, I think he's chosen not to do the Olympia. Yeah. Which kind of okay. sucks, but I mean, I guess. Well, you know, well at least the good thing is winning the last shows qualified him for next year, so that right. was pretty smart. So. <clears throat> yeah, when he run the the British qualified mm-hmm. him apparently for yeah the 2021 well, like I said, it would be good but you know you wouldn't want to be prepping for a big show like the olympia in the back of your mind you're not sure whether you're going or not just that little bit of doubt would be like oh fucking hell right. it's like it'd be hard to go balls to the wall knowing what you got to do and then have that little big fuck imagine it the call last minute you can't leave you'd be like oh fucking hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know how like especially a bodybuilding show it seems like the worst thing that you could get mm-hmm. ready for not knowing if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like those hungry nights and stuff. I don't know. But um, my, my cat's going mad because I got the I don't hear him. Poor thing. That's okay. I like uh, I like to see. I can see where I am today. I can see Australia over your shoulder there and you got it marked off. Thank you. Oh, yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there he is. I'm in that circle. I'm in that circle somewhere. Yep. Um. Yeah, James is like a throwback to the fucking gnarly white guy physique. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to see uh, a pale white dude uh, like bring it together got, like that. It's, unu- it's kind of unusual. He's got tan on. He's not too pale. You mean his photos in the gym where he's pale? Yeah. I like those yeah. ones where he's in his undies. Yeah. The old, the old Dorian socks and undies photos. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
Mm. Um, yeah, apparently he's like basically shutting it down until next year. It sounds like he's going to have like a good off season and try to make similar progress that he did this time. And, you know, try to come good. back and win some more shows. Probably the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Physically and mentally. So we're about, what is it? What's the Olympia now? Like the Olympia is about a month, about a month away. Yeah, December, December 15th or something. It's like mid-December. Yeah. Um, almost, a mu- almost a month then, yes. How do you see that it's going? It's funny though. Uh, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. It seems like since Flex Lewis dropped there, because I was really hoping to see him do really yeah, well. It it's not like I don't respect the guys in it, but okay, there's the Brandon going back, which is good because he looked good last year. But I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Like I said, I still like bodybuilding. I love, but see, see, I've never liked competitions even when I was in it. I love the training side more than anything rather than the competing. Whether it's me competing, I never liked, or me watching contests, I was never really. Like when yeah. I was younger, I used to watch the Lee Haney type ones and stuff like that. But then as I got older, it's like even when I lived in America, if I wasn't really competing in a show, I'd just wait to find out the results online. I wouldn't sit there watching and go, oh, this is great. This is good. I'd just wait to the end and then just see some photos pop up. You know, that's not meaning I don't respect everyone in or what they've been through. It's just not really like, you know, I don't know. It's like if I even watched car racing, I love car racing, but when I was doing it, it was fun. But then occasionally I'd watch it, but I was just never really yeah. into it. Like I, I wouldn't, if I had something, like if the Olympia was going to be like it's going to be on live, if someone said, Lee, would you like to go see this movie today, a new movie's coming out like James Bond, I'd go see the James Bond movie, whereas there's people who are just like, fuck no, the Olympia's on, I'm sitting at home, I'm going to sit here and watch it, you know, the hardcore. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not hardcore, but I said I'm, I'd be more like that with the training than actually just right. watching a contest. And I know yeah, it's well, good that Phil's coming. It's good that Phil's coming. I don't know. So, like, there was a lot of hype there for a second that Phil's coming back to battle Brandon and stuff like that, but now it just seems like it's gone quiet or something. It's like the, the hype's just, I don't know. I but, think it's because Phil is not showing anything. Like, Phil is not. I think. I think there's more hype about the strict arm curl contest still going online than there is the fucking Mr. <laughs> Olympia. <laughs> yeah, Phil is not being very like. I don't know. No one, no one's seen any images or pictures or like he's he's had like yeah. a, a couple of videos yeah. where he has like a cutoff shirt on, but you don't know what he looks like. Uh-huh. It's hard to. But you, you don't know. you don't really need to see pics. He's not going to come back in bad shape, so it's pretty definitely. If not. he's coming back, he's going to come back looking pretty good. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, you have Phil. Imagine that you. Imagine that you're not really into going back to what you were saying. Imagine you're not really into the competitions as much as like like I'm the hardcore person. Like I'm probably like I'm the type of person who clears my schedule to watch the Olympia. But I was never there. I never. You're you know, that guy. You're I, that yeah, I'm guy. that guy. <laughs> I, I never. I never like. Unless I had to work, that would be the only thing. Like if I got to work, I got to work. But. No, um, you'd, you'd probably even call in sick, wouldn't you? No, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't. Make it. <laughs> I can't. I can't call in sick. Um, or you, or would, you have, would you have the computer set up at work just off to the that side? That is probably what I would do. That's probably what I would do. Actually. <laughs> um, but you were you were there and doing it and experienced it all, so it's kind of like, you know, I could see how you would be. It, would, it wouldn't be as exciting yeah. to you. It's kind of like well, it's like everyone like in the, the shows, trenches. Yeah, even, even when I went to the shows competing, people ask me a lot of the time. What's your favorite show you competed in? I'm like, 
None really. They were all. I enjoyed when I had to compete, but I said, Mike, if I had to go to the Olympia or to the Arnold, I was never competing that exciting. It was like going to the expo, just hanging out at the expo, meeting the fans. That's what I enjoyed. The competing side, like I said many times, you pretty much had to compete to keep your contract and stuff like that. But to me, the competing never motivated me, whatever. I said, I just love training and competing, sadly, was something you had to do to come along with it to get your sponsorships and that. But me going to the expos, the years I didn't compete and just went to the expos, that's where I had the best time ever, just standing at the expo, taking photos, talking to fiends was the best part of it for me. So it was never yeah. the competing side. I couldn't care less. That's why I always love people go, you're just a short midget that's upsetting, never won the Olympia. I'm like, <laughs> from, um, I'm not one of these fucking losers on the internet that thinks they're going to be Mr. Olympia. I knew I'd never be Mr. Olympia. It's like, that's why you've seen all those videos. I've mentioned it so many times. I'd be like, I'm training for eighth place. I'm training for this. And yep. back then, back then, if you made top 10, that qualified you for next year. So I was always happy to get in the top 10. I always said, look, 10th is good. If I get anything else, it's a bonus. So the few times I got six and that time fifth and then moved down. And the other time when I got eight, I'm like, hey, I don't care. I'm qualified for next year. So yeah. I never knew. I knew I was never going to win the Olympia. So these people say, you're just upset you never won it. I'm like, hey. I'm still here in the bodybuilding field. There's been lots of people who have won the Olympia and retired, and you don't hear of them anymore. I haven't been the IFBB since 2006, so here I am, motherfuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> still annoying you. You silly bastards <laughs> are still watching. <laughs> what year was? What year at the expo was like? Were you most like most swamped at the expo? Like, what year were you getting the most like? fanfare and the most girls coming up to the booth trying to try to yeah. suck your try to suck your wee wee i never had girls come up and approach me like that i don't know because i've always it. been no, true i never did never did mm. i'd always hear other guys doing it but i'd have girls that come and be friendly or you had to go to come up and go i'm a big fan of yours my husband thinks they're great <laughs> i was always they'll never just single girls but no i never had they had those stalky fans like that they're always polite and plus two I was just there to meet the fans. I think if you come across like being flirtatious or take it that way, but I was never looking for that. I was just like, there, how you going? Take a photo, blah, 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 chit chat. Right. Whereas I'm sure if you had a, thrown out a few innuendos here, maybe, and sort of played into it, yeah, type thing, but I was just like, I was you never. Weren't, you weren't looking for the signs and playing into no, it. They yeah. might've been putting it down, but I wasn't picking it up. It yeah. Was like, hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm just here to meet the fans and go eat at the hotel later and watch TV in my hotel room. Because people are like, right. I, I never once, like when I was with MD, I went out for a couple of dinners after the expo one night stuff. But generally, even when I guest pose, people are like, oh, you must get the pussy when you guest pose. And no, nope. promoter would be like, Lee, do you want to go somewhere? I'm like, no, I'm just going to eat in the hotel, watch movies that I've missed. And some of the promoters were always like, oh, thanks, Lee, that's great. He goes, we've had such and such here and that. And we have to take him to the strip clubs and hang out all night. He's like, oh, thanks, Lee. He goes, I can drop you back at the hotel and go home to my wife. Thank you. So yeah. they're always pretty happy that I was just laid back. And sometimes I thought they might have thought I was arrogant. It's like I wasn't like I didn't want to hang out with them, but I was just that type of person where I'd come hang out at the contest all day. I'd go to the pre-judging. A lot of times some pros wouldn't. They're like, what time do you want to pick up for the night show? I said, hey, look, i got no problem. I'll come to the pre-judging. Really? I said, well, you've paid me to be here. I'll be here for the whole show. What else am I going to do? Just sit in the hotel room and watch TV all morning? So. Right. I'd hang out all day, then at the end of the day, I'd just say, I'm, I'm happy now. You don't have to baby me or chauffeur me around anymore. I'm happy to go back to the hotel and just watch the movies on the TV and get room service. And right. that's what I, that's what I enjoy doing. But I'm sure if you're looking for it, you could probably sit there and start hooking it up. Or if someone goes, can you sign that? You'd be like, okay, sure. 
you want my room number as well? And that and that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure you could do all that sort of bullshit if you yeah. wanted. But... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I'm it's always, funny how but some people... expos, I was always pretty swamped at the expos, no matter what year it was. So. Right. I always imagine. had the lines super long. So. What's the last year you were at the expos? Like, 09? Uh, no, I was at the Olympia Expo with Black Skull a couple, two years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And the line was all the way back going all the way You and there. Sean Ray. Yeah. No, that was um in, and F- that was in Brazil. Was there. That was oh, Brazil. Okay. It was yeah. me and Branch, me, Branch, and Flex at the Olympia Expo and that, yeah. Yeah. And the Arnold, I think, the Arnold, yeah. But, and that's the thing, too. It's so funny because I love it when you're there. It's like you have this huge line. And I've always been the type, I'll, I'll have breakfast, and I might not, generally I won't eat again till dinner time so even at the booth it's like look i'm not going to try and eat because you try and eat people want photos even if you go sit down somewhere so at the olympia i'm standing there if you go to the toilet because i'll try and hold it as long as i can and whoever's like helping me they're like okay just wait a second he's got to go to the toilet you see the people in line go that's like well fuck it's like excuse me i do have to piss and then this one time at the olympia last time i was there two years ago i'm standing there my friend doc who just passed away he came over because he like yeah I love the Lucky Charm so he had those um yep. l- Lucky Charm bars have you had those? oh yeah they're, oh yeah they're like the Rice Krispie bar after marshmallow and Lucky Charms yeah he brought me one of them over and goes here you go eat this quick I'm okay thanks so I'm standing there just about to eat it and the guy you know in front of the line he's like this he looks over and he goes like this I just held up the bar and I went I'm just gonna eat he goes okay so I'm just starting to eat it then I see him walk down to the front where the Black Skull guy is he goes can I get a picture with Lee? And I'm thinking, I just told you I'm just going to eat this. And he turns around, looks at me, and he, I said, I'm just eating this. And the guy from Black Skull goes, can you just give him five minutes? The guy goes, okay. He leaves the guy from Black Skull. He walks back near the line where everyone's lined up. He goes, don't ask him for a fucking picture. He's fucking eating. And then he walked off. I'm like, well, fuck. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. mate. It's like I had breakfast at 6. It's now like 11.30. Sorry if I'm a little bit fucking hungry. And I didn't even yeah. leave the booth. I was just going to shove this bar down really quick to take the hunger pain away or so I don't fucking pass out. He, right. he asked me, and I said, wait five minutes, and he nodded. But then he walked up and asked the Black Skull guy, when he said, just wait five minutes, you got the shits, and walks past everyone. Don't ask him for a fucking photo. He's eating. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Hell. Sorry. Yeah. How like rude of me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how dare you? How dare you have? Yeah. How dare you be a human being? Yeah, Jesus. Um, but yeah, uh, what were we talking about? The Olympia. Mm. Uh, Phil, Brandon, Bonac. Yeah. I mean, Brandon and Bonac were one and two. Then you had Phil, Phil's coming back. You have Dexter, who was fourth last year. Ruley was fifth last year. I don't know how much faith I have in Ruley. Some, some of his. Hottie was third. Some of his, yeah, Ruley's pitches look good, but then he always looks good before the show. So I can't. And Hardy, didn't they say Hardy's having problems with his visa again? Yeah, I'm not sure. I would not be surprised. I don't know. I haven't seen a whole lot. I don't know. I'm not up on the hottie chupin. And I saw a video of I saw a video of Rami, and to me, Rami just what five weeks out. It said Rami was posing. To me, he still looked big and full. And five weeks out, I'd like prefer to see him a bit more ripped. But hey, I guess they know what they're doing, so. I don't think Ronnie's ever going to be what people want him to be. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, it's like, you know, okay, you're big. You come in full and big. If, you know, if it's not working for you, try something different, you know. People say, leave it. It is working for him. Well, he hasn't won yet, has he? So it's like, I can try something different. If you look at him at the 2013, the 2013 New York Pro, 
where he won and Victor was coming back from his stint in prison or whatever. And Victor mm-hmm. was small. I feel like, I don't know if that wasn't the best Rami we've ever seen his pro debut. He, he mm-hmm. was so fresh and clean and his, his waist was tighter. He seemed more like, I don't know. His well, balance people, was people, better. People are still arguing if he should have got the invite or not. Then I heard someone saying, well, you know, he did get second runner-up in the Olympia. Yeah, that wasn't last year. That was the year before that or whatever. So yeah. it doesn't it doesn't carry over. Just because you get second once, that doesn't give you the right to carry on forever. I think they're just a little bit not desperate, but they want people there, you know? Because well, you've already lost Sean. They should have just opened it up to everyone this year. I can, okay, yes, normally there's a qualification we understand for the people that compete and then the ones that couldn't. Because there's a few guys who were coming to Australia who couldn't qualifying that you know so there was yeah. you know a few people missed out so i think they should have just had maybe like a name in the hat type draw for five extra people you know yeah yeah i mean yeah you could do like a cause cause you could do like year, 15 yeah. max competitors and then do like you you got to send in for an application or something yeah. yeah and then like put them into a hat and pull out five names because this year jeff as you know as that word dictates we're living in unprecedented times yeah and in these unprecedented times they should have had an unprecedented qualification yeah. for the olympia yeah the unprecedented times on the tv on your tv everywhere else yes. the times are as, as they've always been like to be clear but you what do you, think of- Holo- you holocaust denier you that's <laughs> <Yeah>, me <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah i think um I'm most excited to see Phil, honestly. I just think uh-huh. you have Steve. I think, like Pico. I said, having having that time off, and you know how people have been talking. Like I said, <sighs> you're either going to see Phil at his very best, or how he's looked before when he's won. I don't think he's going to come in looking. You know, we're not going to see Phil looking any worse than we think we've seen him before. You know, some years people like you, he won. Then the next year, like, well, he wasn't as good as he was last time. So. The worst Phil we've seen, I don't think we're ever going to, which isn't really in standard to anyone else, isn't bad. But if you're going to compare him to his very best, people say, oh, he's not at his best, but he still looked good. So, yeah, you know, where, where we've seen him looking not as good, he's not going to look any worse than that. So, yeah, I think he, I, we're, 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 I think we'll probably, like I said, having the time off and having something to prove, I'm hoping and thinking we're probably going to see the best Phil we've seen. So that would be awesome. That's right, and, and if that's the case, no one's going to beat him. So no, no way. Even think though, about even, Phil. Though, even though Brandon's looking great, Brandon looks like he's put a bit more size on, and mm-hmm. he's going to give him a good thing. And you know, depending on his conditioning, but still, I think Phil's just going to outdo him with the maturity and the roundness and that look. So. Yeah, I think Phil. I'm expecting maybe Phil to come in like a little bit smaller, but just granite hard, like harder than uh, any of those other guys. I don't, I don't even think he'll come in small. I think he's going to come in really full and round and, and just hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the thing I think about the, Phil, too, like people... the, the, the illusion will be, sorry to cut you off, but I think the illusion is going to be, too, is because we haven't seen him last year and the year before, you know, when you see someone year after year, you sort of go, yeah, yes. it looks the same. And because we haven't, he's had that thing when he walks out, it's almost going to seem like a brand new car again. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, look at that. It's like, he's, like that show where, Here's your car, but then, you know, Foose takes it away and does it up and brings your car back, and you're like, holy shit, even though it's the same car, it looks totally yeah. different. So I think that's how it feels. 
Phil's gone in to pimp my ride, and when Phil comes out after pimp my ride, it's going to be a whole new Phil. Yeah, I think it's true. I think people forget how good Phil is. People mm-hmm. forget about how like his roundness and separation and insertions and stuff is like mm-hmm. almost like something we've never seen before. He just has such crazy muscle that I think people have kind of forgotten about it. And you're mm-hmm. probably right when he comes out and like you instantly get reminded of that, like action mm-hmm. figure that he is, it's going to be like, Oh fuck, Phil is back. You know, yeah, it's almost going to be like, even though you've seen him, it's almost going to be like seeing him for the first time again. And especially yeah. if he comes out the best, especially if he comes out the best you've ever seen him, you'd be like, Holy shit. You know? So yeah, <laughs> it's going to be, if he comes out, like if, if he comes out the best we've seen him, it's going to be, they might do the first call out and send him back in line like they did in 2013. Yeah, I think they would. They could do that, but I think they'll keep him out there just for the entertainment purposes. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Taking nothing away from Brandon, taking nothing away from Bonac or Ruley, you know. But when you shove Phil in between them, it's almost like, you know, he's Phil 3D on a what's that new high def? You know, they've gone even higher now with that 4K. TV. Yeah, but I think it's 4K. But now there's the one used to be 1080, whatever. Now it's even gone fucking through the stratosphere. Yeah. It'd be almost like everybody else is on, you know, let's just say that high definition. And now he's on that OLED screen, whatever. Yeah. You know, when you, right. when you go to a TV shop and they've got the same picture and you mm-hmm. keep looking at the other TV, you're like, it's the same picture, but this one almost looks like I can put my hand in. It's like, wow. Yeah. It's like, that's how it's yeah. almost like. It's almost like. Yeah, that's how it's going to look when <laughs> Phil stands beside him. It's like, yes, they're incredible, but I think somehow when Phil is there, you're going to keep going, Phil, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way his, like, I don't know, his, like, the glute ham tie-in is just so, it's it's so, like, sharp. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Picturing him and Brandon Curry doing, like, a back double buy or any back shot, mm-hmm. it just seems like, Brandon Curry too, is good. It's going to be hard for him to stand next to well, Phil from the rear. Yeah. But I think, too, it's not even the posing. When Phil stands there, it's like Paul Dillette was that way. Some people said I was that way, too. It's like if you've got that fullness in the shoulder and your bicep's complete and your forearm's complete and your tricep, you can see it when you're standing front on, you can still see the tricep coming out as diamonds and that. Like I said, yep. even looking front on, it looks like you've got that 3D look before you even pose, whereas some guys – look freaky standing front on, but, you know, Phil has that look, even looking at him front on, he has that depth to him where, you know, someone like, they don't even, back in the old days, you had Nimrod King and, you know, um, yeah. Phil Hill and those type of people where before they even pose, they just look freaky standing there without even right. hitting a shot. So. Yeah. Yeah. That way Phil comes out like pumping his arms and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I think Brandon is pretty much a lock for either, either he repeats or he, Oh. Or he's second to Phil. I don't oh, think. Yeah. I don't no, think Bonac uh, yeah. or Dexter is going to get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I could safely say if Brandon's in top shape, he'll he'll push Phil depending on how Phil looks. If Phil's the best we've ever seen him, it's his. If he's not and Brandon's up, I think it's going to be a good toss up. It's going to come down to close. But yeah, I can't see really even Bonac looking good and Ruley. I still, like I said, Ruley's big and. Freaky and stuff, but even like I said, if Rami's there in shape, I still, I don't know, I still prefer Brandon's look and Phil's look because, like I said, Rami's got huge body parts. Yes, he's big and freaky. We've seen that, but yet when he stands beside someone who's got nicer shape and that, like the Phil or Brandon and that, they just seem to flow better. Whereas, okay, yes, if it was just a big mass show, fucking Rami would win. 
hand over right. fist over anyone. Same as if that was the case, Marcus Rule should have won every fucking pro show and shit like that. But people, yeah. that's not what it's about. You've got to have the whole complete thing. And sometimes I've seen so many big guys who are just big and freaky get blown away by a smaller guy who is just put together and balanced with conditioning, just looks better overall. Right, right. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I've lost a little bit of faith in Rami. He's always going to be in the mix because he's such a freak. But, mm-hmm. man, every time he comes in, it's the same story. And it's like people, I don't know. I don't know. Well, like Chad, he's working with Chad Nichols now, I think. He was for the Arnold. Like I don't know if he's still with him. But hopefully Chad can pull a rabbit out of the hat with him. <laughs> what do you think about the the son of legends, uh, Sergio and Hunter? Who, who do you have between Sergio and Hunter? Well, I've never seen him stand side by side yet, so it's hard no. to say. Sergio's significantly Sergio's like a larger man because I think Sergio's mm-hmm. like two seventy on stage or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Their, I don't know their weights, but yeah, I wouldn't like to say because, like I said, in pictures and when Hunter competed, he looks great, and Sergio looks great when he competes. So one of those you'd actually need to see him side by side. Yeah, hopefully they have a comparison. That would be cool. I like and to then, see them side side by side, and then someone get the comparison of, you know, just even though they weren't on stage together, then Labrada and Sergio Senior together, and have yeah. them go pose, pose right. for pose, Lee right. his father and Sergio and his father pose for pose, like you know. Right. That would be cool. I love I love watching those two guys. That's and then awesome. We can get Arnold's son and Louis son, and we can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. What about Nathan Diasha and Steve Kuklo? Those two together. That's a good one. I'd put, from seeing pictures of Steve looking his best and Nathan, I'd probably go Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, Nathan is freaky. And Nathan's one of Uh these guys, too, who, like, barely does cardio. He's a freak. You know, he's not. I definitely put, like, Steve has, you know, great shape and symmetry and stuff, and but so does Nathan. I just think Nathan has more of that fullness and freakiness to his chest and arms and quads yeah. and that. So definitely give it to Nathan over those out of those two. I imagine Steve was way more impressive in real life. Yeah. I've given that he's a pale life. white guy and he's like <laughs> fucking giant. You know. Yeah, but like like I said, like I said, he's got a great frame in that, but still if we're gonna Yeah, Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, you got Ruley, like we talked about. That's pretty much Dexter. I mean, Dexter. But Nathan, the, but Nathan's not doing it. Nathan's not doing the show, though, is he? Is he not doing it? I wasn't sure. I wrote him down, but no, I wasn't sure. No, I don't think you could. Last video I saw, he was still in England, and he was arguing with the police because he's keeping his gym open, and they yeah. keep coming around. Keep coming Those are around awesome videos. He's a fucking man. Everyone go follow Nathan Diasha and watch him, watch him, uh, like, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Well, at least, like I said, he's just being polite to him. So he's just saying, yep. look, I want to keep the gym open for my members and stuff. If you got to find me, find me. He's not out there. You know, he's yeah. being polite. He's not out there. Fuck you, get rid of me now. Right, right. Uh, let's see what we got. So we got, no, I wanted to ask you about this. What do you think about the whole um, Sean Ray commentating and petition thing? Uh, you up on this? I did see it. And, that, and then I saw, I didn't see the whole video, but I did see the, I know Dave and Chris Aceto talked about he did an interview with Jake Wood or something, Sean Ray did, and Jake Wood asked him, why do people hate you? And he just went into a whole spiel about COVID and this and that and everything else. It had nothing to do 
didn't answer the question. People thought that Jake Wood was going to fire him on the spot or do something. So I haven't watched the interview, but I reckon Jake Wood didn't seem happy or whatever. But it's like, look, you know, people are going to say, okay, you can have your opinion, which is good. But, you know, well, I have my opinion on people too. That some people don't like it. But, see, I'm never serious. I just do it for fun, joke around. If I say something about someone, they get upset. It's like, hey, I'm joking, all right? It's like anyone that's on the Olympia stage has my respect. You know, I can't talk about... I just thought, well, you said he was this. I said, look, I'm having a fucking joke. Lighten up, for God's right. sakes. It's like, right. you know, I'm not. But where Sean seems to get into the nitty gritty, but then Sean, like I said, people have brought up how he brings in their personal life and shit like that. It's like, you now what's yeah. that got to do with the contest, whether he's having problems at home or they've broken up or this or that or whatever's going on? Because, you know, as I say about people living in glass houses when it comes to Sean, when it comes to personal life and people doing whatever this and that, whether it be cheating, whatever. Sean should zip his yeah. fucking lip. So, yeah, but, yeah, you know, I just find Sean's like, yeah, you can give a thing, you know. Okay, if someone's got something bad, okay, point it out. Okay, maybe he needs weak, he's got weak calves or this or his back's a bit weak. But then, you know, you can also point out all the great points as well. Don't just harp on the one thing and go, right. well, his back's weak, it's pretty soft. That's yeah. probably because he was out late night cheating. I heard he cheating <laughs> on his wife. So, you know, cheating on your wife yeah. does bring you does bring your back conditioning down yeah. when you're out this, cheating. This, yeah, like, this guy's going through a divorce you know, right now and he's really good. depressed. And then his back is good. But, you know, if you remember me from the 96 Olympia that I probably <laughs> yeah. should have won, my back was the best then. And, you know, if this yeah. guy was competing against me, he wouldn't. He, he always comes into fucking conversation all the time. But right. I don't know. It's like they need to. I don't like understand. Like, like I said, why you, can, he... you can you can critique someone, but then, like I said, me people always get mad at me if I say stuff. But you have to understand when I say it, I'm joking around, just fooling around. If someone said Lee, be totally serious. It's like I get a lot of things sometimes too, saying they love this podcast between me and you because on here I'm totally different to when I'm Batman on the RX yeah. show and shit like that. See, so I was right. like, I, I can change the feeling. If someone said Lee, can you do a proper Olympia thing? Sure, I could. If they wanted me to do it serious, I could do it. But it's like, yeah. You know, generally, I, I prefer to be the jokester and just be the lighter side, which these days, Jeff, you can't, can't do that. People get upset. But, they sure yeah, do. I think, yeah, I, I could easily critique people and be honest about it and not joke around. But, you know, I think Sean just goes a little bit too far. It's just like yeah. – and then, and then he harps on it. It's like – have you yes. seen the Chris, Chris Cormier documentary? No, but I have to. I have to see yeah. it. Yeah. It's like I said, I've put up there as one of the best. Those people who did his are actually going to redo mine and do mine. Nice, so, that'd be awesome. What the hell I heard was it was They're very gonna good. Redo mine. They're going to redo mine, do mine. Was that an echo? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I put it up there. But even on that one, Sean goes into the whole, you know, you know I was laughing with Chris about it when I watched it. I said, you know what, that's really great because it goes all through the whole thing, the competing, when he had his injuries, his partying side, his wild side, his drug side. But it seemed to be every time they asked Sean, that's all Sean harped on about was, well, you know, if you're going to take drugs and do this and do that and party and blah, that's a, that's the only thing that, you know, it's almost like, well, when you watch it, you let me know what you think, but it's almost like if you had a friend and the cops come along, he would throw you under the bus as a fucking informant. That's what it yeah. fucking seemed like through the whole fucking thing. Sean right. was just fucking throwing him under the bus on every little fucking aspect of fucking. In the documentary? Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, I don't, what is the thing, what is the deal with Sean Ray? Like, why does he have to do the commentary? It Like, the... The, the 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 live streams are bad enough with like 
most of the time they don't have like they don't run super smoothly for the for the first mm-hmm. like first off. Then you have Sour Sean Ray, like with his commentary that nobody seems to like. I mean, there was this huge mm-hmm. outrage about it. Like he, I just don't know why he has to be the one that does it. Mm-hmm. The other thing too that's drives me nuts is like you have the Olympia like pod like our webcast. It's yeah. a fucking bot. All that matters is like like that fucking camera view. Oh, yeah. Like, why does the camera view go from the side and then oh, behind yeah. them? I hate, I hate like, that. What are you doing? That's, like, aren't you in control of that? Like, why don't exactly. you just put I it from mind, the front? One camera. The, yeah, I don't mind the side and back if that's when they're walking out or changing and that. But when they're actually yeah. hitting their shots, just stay. Oh, this is what I hate, too. When they go front double bicep, but the camera's panning up from the calves. And by the time they camera gets up to their bicep, right. they're, finish, they're finishing the pose. Right. Or it's, it's like front lat spread. And there's three guys or four guys in the lineup, front lat spread, and the camera's on field. And then it comes across to this guy. Right. And then the pose is over. It's like, keep the camera back at a good angle. We've got the four guys in frame so we can see the comparisons. One camera. Know? If you want, once they're out doing their single routine and doing their single posing, then if you want to get a bit fancy, fine. But when the comparisons are out there and say it is like Ruley, Phil, Brandon, and Bonnack, and those three are in a lineup and it goes front double bicep, the camera starts on Phil. By the time they get to Brandon, front lat spread, we don't see the other two doing their bicep shot. So you don't see the comparison. So I was like, what the fuck happened? Or then, too, when they come out to do their routine, and then fucking Sean just talks whole way through the routine over the music. It's like, just shut up. Okay, give a quick, okay, he's coming out looking good. Maybe a bit here, a bit there, but don't talk over the whole thing. Just rah, 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 yeah. rah, 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 rah. It's like, right. yes. The camera thing drives me nuts. Like, it's oh, always yeah. been like that. It, yeah, there's, no way that's a, there's no way that's a difficult thing to fix. I mean, oh, could it? I remember even. What the fuck? There's one of those motivation ones of me, I think, from the 97. And I'm going up into that pose. And the camera's on my calves coming up. And by the time it hits there, I'm bringing my arms down. It's like people love yeah. the big pose, but you don't see it. <laughs> right, right. It's silly. I don't get it. All we saw was Lee's calves and cock. We missed the fucking arms <laughs> up in the air. What the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but well, uh, Just some of the weirdest. Yeah, some of the. And like you said, people who do that, you think they would have been in the sport for long enough to know these are the shots we're going to get. You know, right. it's like. Yeah. And pretty I much feel like it. it would be easier, right? To just to put one camera like well, on the stage so you can see camera. like seven guys or so. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, however they pull out five, seven, four, just set that one camera front on and leave it there during the comparisons. Yeah. You don't need to change it because the guys will stand there, they'll turn side on, they'll turn to the back. You don't need to zoom in on them. Zoom in on them when they're doing their own individual stuff on their bicep, their quad, whatever. Do it then. But whenever when they're out there doing the comparisons, you want to see the comparison. Like I said, they'll show you one or two of them panning the camera along, but then you don't see the other person compared to them because, okay, now back in line, you're like, oh, thank. Right. I wait for the photo then to come out. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> honestly, like, um, back to the commentary and Sean Ray, honestly, I liked when your buddy Bob Chick did it. I thought Bob did a pretty good job at the commentary. Um, well, I think one of the best is Lonnie Tep- Tepper because Lonnie Tepper knows 100%. Lonnie back background he goes yep. into it his nicknames for it. when it was lonnie and bob i thought it was like th- really good in one year uh-huh. they had it might have been an arnold they had palumbo they had dave palumbo 
Chad Nichols and somebody else, some other like guru guy. And that was really good too. That commentary was phenomenal. But uh-huh. now, like they just they just shove Sean Ray on there. He doesn't well, even know what he's talking about. Well, like, I've always with the... said you could have like um like you said have like a okay a Bob or a Lonnie Teeper, you know the ones that know the background, know their names, know this, know that, and then just have like someone who's like you always have that one guy who's into it. And he's like the statistician that knows everything back and this and that, or even like a head judge, someone like Weinberger or someone who can actually explain. Okay, this is what they're looking for. This right. is what this guy could have over this guy who's explaining the whole judging criteria, even if it goes to the women, because a lot of people get confused there. Or someone says, well, this girl looks better than that one, but then they can explain, well, in this category, this girl's a little bit too hard. This is why this girl is getting more looks, because she's a bit softer. Exactly. So you could have a, have a top judge like that. So you could have the statistician, have a top judge. You could have someone that just loves bodybuilding. And then me, the comic relief for when it gets sort of boring. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It'd be perfect. So if you had like three or four, because you watch that in, football and stuff you have a lot of guys there statisticians you have the ex-player of the game or something like that yeah. and then and then you'll have someone there who's always on the well in australia anyway you always have the guy there who's done it too but he's also almost sort of a funny one who'll throw in the funny little things that make right. you laugh and then and then sort of thing so you need that sort of balance of yeah you have like you have like the play-by-play guy mm-hmm. who's like explaining what's happening then you have the commentator guy who's like kind of funny and telling mm-hmm. like background on people and stuff. Like the one guy you could have, like you said, one, one person could be um, just explaining what's going on basically like step-by-step mm-hmm. step, who looks like what and why they're where they are. Then the other person could be talking about like, Oh, Lee is uh whatever. Like Lee's known for his arms. Look at you, whatever. Like they could be mm-hmm. like a, like a pro, like you said, a pro that could be tell stories and be funny and make it entertaining. Well, there's mm-hmm. like a judge, you know, being more. Um, mm-hmm. That's how most sports are done. You know, be like you know, like I remember when uh, on the Arnold Classics, there was Frank Zane, Mike Matarazzo, and I think I forget who the guy was. He was like a guy from ESPN, one of the commentators from ESPN, and they're all having their say. And Frank's being like, "Look at Lee's tremendous arms," blah 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 blah. And Matarazzo was like, oh, yeah, this guy's freaky. And boy, can he eat. When we went out eating, he just waffled this food down. He doesn't care how he looks in the off-season. And then yeah. the other guy would make made him laugh. And then the other guy from ESPN would jump in and be more technical. And then Frank Zane would say something too. And then he's like, oh, yeah, Lee's looking yeah. great. You know, he's doing this. And Michael Matarazzo, oh, yeah, that's one thing I love about Lee. He marches to the beat of his own drum. He doesn't care how he looks in the off-season. Yeah. But look at him today. So it had that nice balance where – Mike was yeah. still given things, but he'll also, like you say, he'd say, like, oh, when we're on, Lee would do this and make a little funny thing, and then it would go back to the serious type. So it was a nice balance of the whole right. life. Right, right. Yeah, that would be awesome. It would be so much better than just Sean Ray. Like, even if you put someone with Sean Ray to, like, take the edge off of his, like, just negativity avalanche, like, like if you, even if it was Bob Chicarillo and Sean Ray, you're, 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 you're buddies. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like you, you, like that would be even a lot better than the way it is. Just having, just having Sean there. Like, pe- people maybe, have spoken. Maybe, maybe it's just Sean. He's got those glasses on. He can't see what's fucking happening. That could be the problem. He's just guessing. He's just guessing that they everyone sucks. Oh, they, they all look really shit today. They're very smooth. Like Sean, you got your fucking Oakleys on. He's a Ray Ban <laughs> cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, listener questions. Ready? Yeah. R. Brett 96. Did Lee ever meet Sergio Oliva uh, Sr., I'm assuming? Yes. Uh, and or any stories? No. Just met him at an expo and had a chat, then got a photo, and that was it. That's it? How old were That's you it. at the time? Uh, the first time I can't remember. I know the second time could have been towards the end where I don't want to say he's forgetful, but then it was like because the first time I met him, he was like, "Oh yeah," and that we spoke because he's like, "Oh, doing the pose." He sort of knew all about that, you know, the comparisons of the myth pose and stuff like that. So that was yes. nice. But then, then the second or the last time I met him. Could have been towards the end because then when I went up to get a picture, he just looked at me blank faced and goes, "And yes, you are, and your name." So it was yeah. just you could tell it was like, like right. that. So yeah, but no, no, he's always nice and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I, I always I, like watching the old Olympias with him, even when I used to have it on VHS tape when you know his last one when he did did bring his son up on stage and uh, yeah. always be forever the myth or whatever it was. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. First, second, first, tenth place. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and he had yeah. his son on stage. So. Sergio yes. Junior said that his said that Sergio like his father never dieted, like never died. He ate burgers up until the show. He said that he never didn't really die. And even when he made his comeback, whenever that was, like in the eighties. Was it in the 80s when he made the comeback? Yeah, it's in the 80s, yeah. I can't remember what year, 80-something, yeah. He said even then he didn't really diet for that show. And by then everyone was like, you know, everyone was dieting and had like protocols mm-hmm. at that point, And he wasn't able to – if he actually took it as serious as some of the other guys were, like took a more modern approach, he may have done mm-hmm. well. Yeah. I wrote an article once about – I ranked like my personal opinion, like top 10 – most genetically gifted bodybuilders, and I had Sergio Senior as number one. Yeah, I believe. I don't know if anyone's been that gifted before or did since. You, did you have Serge Nubray? Serge Nubray, I didn't have Serge on there, no. But heard you, heard you have Flex Wheeler? Um, I don't know if I had Flex Wheeler on there. I had you on there. <coughs> oh, thank you. Just as you well. were like a fourth, I think. Fourth, what happened? The third. <laughs> I hope you would you go. Going back to Lee, going back to Lee when he was 13 years old, you could see he was genetically gifted winning shows at 13. Yeah. Did I you did you say did you say for a pasty white guy at 13, he looks very good. <laughs> so the ninth the ninth best genetically gifted bodybuilder I put was Phil Heath. Eighth, I put Dexter. Seventh, I put Kevin. Six, I put yourself. Fifth, you I put, up, fifth, I you put Ronnie. Upset, you're going to upset people. What, putting Lee over Dexter or Kevin? Now, what What do you? What did you base it on, just like from the young age as a young kid, teenage, all the way through? Or Yeah, like for you, I said uh, just, um, yeah, like you're a team better. Like I said you were arguably the greatest team bodybuilder of all time. You'll have, to, um, you'll have to put a link to this article now because people are going to go read it and they're going to go, you're a fucking idiot. How yeah, did you are. put this person? <laughs> yeah, I put Ronnie Coleman fifth. So Ronnie Coleman right right ahead How of you. How did you put Ronnie fifth? What are you talking about? Yeah. Sean Ray not knowing what he's talking about. What well, yeah, here's Flex uh, Flex Wheeler fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put Rami third. Lee Haney second. 
and Sergio first. Lee Haney's genetics, I think, are underrated. That guy now, retired. Pe- tell people 30. what I can tell people. Tell people what I can go read that and your explanations to why, and then oh, you can get all the. You have to go on IronMagazine.com and you have to search that bad boy. But um, I have it here. Yeah, so go go I read just, it all and read why he did that. Then um, send all your hate mail. To yeah, Jesus. send all the hate mail. <laughs> Uh, I wrote I wrote that like years ago, and even I don't agree with it. So Jesus. Well, uh, um, I like um. Just going back over that list, I, I, I was I the token white guy you put on there. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> you were the only white guy. Yeah. Thank and you. You know who I put tenth? I put Darum Charles tenth. Darum Darum had a good physique. Well, Darum was uh, apparently Darum turned pro natural. Mm-hmm. He never did cardio. He was like just one of those freaky guys, you know. Now you're gonna, have took... to, you're gonna have to update your list now and do a new one. I know I should do a new one. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, Borges John sixteen asks, "What's a typical relaxing day for Lee look like?" Unwinding, sleeping. Well, relaxing. So even if I. Do like my boxing training for cardio. I find that relaxing. So it's hard, you know, when you say he's a pretty good like, boxer, actually. And if I, it's hard to say if I do that, I find it relaxing. Or even I don't like it, but even if I do the bike for cardio and I'm talking live on Instagram, I find that relaxing. Yeah. Like people go, "Why are you so angry?" I'm like, "That's how I am. I'm being funny. Just <laughs> go with it." <laughs> you know, it's not that serious, people. Yeah, uh, but normally. Just sitting back watching TV or finding some movie to watch. I watched that movie last night, Greenland with Gerard Butler. It wasn't too bad. Okay. About like all these videos coming down to earth and going to destroy the earth and these people get chosen to be taken to Greenland where they could be safe in a bunker. Huh. Yeah, but normally just watching TV, chilling out or just going for a drive or just, no, very, I'm a homebody. I'm not one of these people. My friends hate it. You want to go for lunch? No. How about we go out and eat later? No, I just stay home. They must just think I hate them and don't want to go out. But yeah, my wife and I just happy to stay at home with the cats and just watch TV and chill out. Right. Yeah. It's funny how some people, like you were talking about when you would go guest pose, like some people, like Chris, Chris Cormier, oh. from what I understand, he couldn't stand not going out. Where uh-huh. you would, or you, or I'm like that too. Like I would, like, Movies and the movies and food in the hotel sounds so mm-hmm. much better than the club to me. Like it's not like, even I'll it's go, not a hard decision. But some people are like so far the other way. I'd go out if it was like say I'm in a place that has a lot of history or something. If I had to right. go to Egypt or somewhere to guest pose or something like that, I'd be like, okay, well while we're doing nothing, let's I'd stay an extra day or two and go see the pyramids or if it's in China, go see the Great Wall of China or stuff like that. I'd make stuff time to go do things like that. But as far as the party inside and just doing, go, even going to the gym, I'd be like, you know what? I go to the gym all the time. I can go to a gym anywhere. If you want me to come to your gym and take a few photos, sure, I'll do that. Meet some of the fiends, but I don't want to train. Once I've done that, let's go see some castle somewhere or go do something like that. I'd rather do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What'd you see? What'd you see when you went over there to Europe? Ah, oh, the airport, a gym, hotel. Oh, the same as you see. The same as you see in every country. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather go see something of, like I said, historical value than just seeing the same old crap all the time. Right. Yeah. Because sure. there's some places I've been where 
you are in and out. And that's all you do see, the airport, the hotel and the venue. And as I sit in the room, I'm like, you know, sometimes hotel rooms have those books on the city or around the area. Yeah, I look through it and go, oh, fuck, that'd be good to go see that. Oh, I'd love to go see that. You know, I'd love to go see that, but yeah. you never do. Right. So I'll try. If, if, if it is a place of interest where I've gone and the promoter says, what would you like to do? And I say, look, oh, well, rather than come back, you know, book my ticket an extra day and I'll stay an extra day and just go do some sightseeing. So I'd rather do that. What is the most memorable place you ever went to? Could it be a good oh. or a bad reason. Whatever is the most, like, memorable. Like the I last one you would forget. I remember going to North Dakota in the middle of wintertime, and it was fucking wind chill. It was really cold. Oh, I really? Going, I remember going down south in the middle of summer and stepping outside and just sweating from the humidity. But yeah. I think, like when we went on the European tour, I love Budapest. It was nice in Prague, just like mm-hmm. those old historic buildings and stuff like that. And England, yeah. I always liked the history of England. So I'd, I'd say places, like I said, places that have history and stuff to it like that i remember i went to guest pose in japan once and they took us out and then there was this big near nagoya i don't know what it is but there was like a castle on the hill that this samurai built like a nice big castle you can see it, but all the stuff to build it back then he just walked all the stuff up there there was like you know no roads and shit or stuff right. like that just you right. know, when you're build, building something up there there's no cranes and shit back in the yeah. day so Things like that. So I remember. It probably took them like 500 years to build it or some <laughs> crazy shit. They used to build so, stuff for for like such long periods of time. Yeah, that'd that suck too, cool. wouldn't it? Because it's like even when you see um, Mount Rushmore or even that new one they're building, is it of Sitting Bull? The, is it Sitting Bull, the new one they're building on the rock monument where he's on the horse with his arms stretched out? I'm not sure. Why do you not know this? What are you talking about? You know how they got Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Do you, have your phone? Do you have your phone there? I know what Mount Rushmore is. Yeah, well, Google Google Sitting Bull Monument. Go on. And the guy that started this is dead now, and his son's taken over. So it's like, here's this big thing he's building. I mean, it's massive. When you see how it's going to look when it's finished, I think it's Sitting Bull with his horse, and he's got his arms stretched out. It's, on the, it's in like a big rock monument. Oh, it's a Native American thing? Yes. Have a look. You got it? <clears throat> sitting Bull Monument. Yeah, look South, at the pictures South, there. South Dakota? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Look at the images of that thing. Look how massive it is. <laughs> Which one is it? Is it like the tower or the guy's face in the rock? The face in the rock, and then there's going to be a horse out in front of him, and he's got his arms stretched out with the horse. Holy shit. You got oh, it? I see, I see, yeah. Yeah. There's like a look little. How ma- look how massive that is. If you look at different images, it's got people, his face is like 20 stories high or even bigger. And I think the guy's father or grandfather started that and then they've passed on and it's still going. I think it's still got so many, 20 more, I don't know how many more years it's got to do to get the horse complete. Have you seen how it's going to look though? And then you see what's yeah. there at the moment. And things like that are incredible. It's like, wow. It looks like this. Yeah, that's his face. And then, like, the horse head yeah, will be, bit, like, right here. Yeah, and that bit going across with the hole underneath, that's going to be his arm. Yeah. I, th- I think there is a diagram of how it's going to look completely. There is, yeah. Yeah. But it's um, but, it's to, like, to, but just to, to, if you read it, just to see how long it's taken just to do that bit, it's like... <laughs> well, to give the face, like, some scale, there's oh. a bunch of people standing next to it. 
Yeah, look at that. It's fucking massive. It's like a four-story building. Mm-hmm. Even bigger. No, probably bigger. more. Probably like a fucking... Yeah. But you'd have to look into... It, it, it does say how long it's taken to get to that part, and the guy that started it is passed on. So I often wonder, when you start that, but you never see it, you're not going to see it complete. And then, like right. I said, I think he's... His son now and his family have all taken over doing it. And yeah, but when you see it complete with the horse and that, that's going to be incredible. Yeah, it's crazy the shit they do. I like the, like the the shows imagine, about the old shit that. that's really large. Yeah. But imagine doing that though, just having that vision to go. Okay, this is where his face is and his nose is, and like I said, put one bit of dynamite or something in the wrong spot. Oh fuck, we lost his nose. Now what do we do? Yeah. Find another mountain. We've got to start again. It's like. Imagine, imagine if you're doing the horse, because the horse, when you see that complete picture, if, you know, Scott can put a p- complete picture up on when it comes out. The horse has got its legs out like that and the horse's mane and the horse's face. Yeah. Imagine imagine putting the wrong thing in the wrong spot and that bit that's meant to be the horse's foot fucking snaps off or then it's just yeah. like you mix up the whole thing and then like to chisel out and do all that stuff to make it look like that. Like it's like those people that do those huge ice sculptors and stuff like that. I'm like, how the fuck do you have that vision to know you can see it, then you got to know what bits yeah. to cut out and what bits to leave. Because I said, you cut the wrong bit out, you're like, oh, shit, we've just lost the horse's nostril. We can't right. go back now. Once right. the rock's gone, you can't, you, put them out. <laughs> you can't put the yeah. mountain back. Get some fucking paper mache from down there. They won't notice. Just fucking plaster yeah, like, it up. <laughs> I wonder how they chisel it out. Like, it's on such a large scale. Because it's really uh-huh. detailed, but it's fucking oh, yeah. massive. And the thing is, too, when you're that close to it, you're like doing this, all you see is this. You've got right. to go way, way back to actually see it yeah. in scale. It's yeah. like, it makes you, like you said, it's like those things where they talk about the aliens we mentioned before where you can't see it from the ground. You can only see it from up in the air. Yeah. So how the hell do you know what you're doing on the ground to make this big sculpture right. when, when yeah. the only way you can see it is from up in the air? <laughs> You'd have to almost have somebody like 100 yards back and then you're working on it face-to-face yeah. And they're like giving you updates on like where to yeah. carve or something. But even, but even like the ones that are like on the ground, you know, those, like those sculptures that are flat on the ground with all those diagrams. It's like, how do you see that? Because it's a, it's flat on the ground. You can only mm-hmm. see it from an aerial shot. It's like, how the fuck did they get that so intricately right. done? It's like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you have to ask your buddy with the crazy hair from the bodybuilding show. Oh yeah, Giorgio. Giorgio, oh, yeah. <laughs> I started watching. They put him on a. They put him on a big. They put him on a big kite and fly him up high. Go a bit to the left, a bit to the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you watched Giorgio, did you? With his hair, it's like woo. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be extraterrestrials. Yeah. Yes, you wouldn't. You wouldn't believe he was a bodybuilding promoter, would you? I had no idea. That's actually pretty good. Uh, pretty good trivia. I had no idea. That show is okay, but it's a little bit. I don't know. Mainstream shows are all just like they're a little bit, a little bit out there. Uh, let's see, PDS Printing, he's back. PDS Printing asks, do you train? Basically, he's asking like if a muscle is still sore, like if you train chest and your chest is still sore, but you your chest day has come up, will you train a sore muscle group or do, will you let it recover? Until it's not as, as long as as long as it's not to the sore to the point you can't train it properly, but like they've done the studies, you know, if you believe the studies, but they reckon 72 hours, you're pretty good to go again. And I know Arnold and them used to do chest sometimes every second or third day. So it's going to yeah. come down to your preference. You know, if you can train it good, like soreness and soreness is good. If it's an injury soreness, no, but if it's just like 
you know, it's sore from training. Yes, I would, but I might not do the same stuff. Whereas if to get that soreness, all you did was heavy pressing, heavy pressing. If it's chest day again, that's sore. I might do more contractions type stuff like pec deck, cable flies, dumbbell flies, just more of the squeezing type movements rather than the heavy pressing type stuff again. So yeah, right, that makes sense. And that's the same for any 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 body part. If my legs were sore and I got sore legs from doing heavy leg press, heavy squats, and that next leg workout, if they're still a bit sore, I might just do extensions and lunges and those type of exercises. Okay. Harley, my buddy Harley asks. Actually, Harley was here. We were working out in my basement, and uh, I have mm-hmm. all my. I have you and yeah. Harley in the basement. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the details, so you don't get excited. <laughs> oh, um, damn it. <laughs> send, me, send me the, the pits later so back here i have the uh i can probably show you actually you see the box of dvds right there uh-huh. oh yeah so debbie does, debbie does dallas yeah right? debbie does dallas is buried in there somewhere but um i like the like pipe. i had I like, big... the, I like the pipes above your head i hope one bus yeah i hope not <laughs> uh, the what was i saying that I had the stack of like bodybuilding, old school bodybuilding DVDs that uh-huh. I have. And I was showing them to him like in the middle of our workout. And he's like, we were like, he's like, oh, these are fucking cool. And I was like, you could put one on if you want. So I put on, I was like, which one do you want to put on? He's like, put on the, put on Lee's. I haven't seen much footage of Lee when he was younger. So I put on, uh, it was, it was, uh, another blonde myth. Okay. And, so, uh, yeah. he was really digging your, um, your like 2000s gym attire. Like you had a fucking, like, uh, the flannel, flannel. Yes, the flannel, there. like the <laughs> that, like whitish blue flannel you were yeah. rocking in the gym. Those are the good. That was the good days. Hey, that, that's where yeah. I was posing at the back of World Gym, and that wasn't it. That one. Yeah. Well, that when you when you have the I don't which I think when you have the flannel, it's one of the ones where you go and you pose in the bathroom with five jacket Mike. Right. That one starts, another blonde myth starts off with the wedding, doesn't it? The wedding of, with Kathy, yep. He's probably yep. like, what the fuck's this? What the fuck you put on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to fast forward through the wedding. Um, yeah, but uh, he asked, if you could be any animal for one day, what would it be and why? Or what would you be and why? Mm. Any animal. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably be a choice of two if I could be an animal. I couldn't pick one. So I'd like to be a real big fucking gorilla and just go ripping trees out the ground and run around beating my fucking chest and shit. Yeah. Or just, or just like a lion where I had that scene out of fucking The Lion King. I just stand up on the fucking rock and fucking roar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's my two animals. I'm the just king. Standing there. Yeah, standing there on top of the rock just looking over the pride and all the fucking other animals or just like I said when you see those gorillas because they're so fucking massive and shit just pulling fucking shit out the ground and run blah, 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 blah. and they're yeah. fucking quick too you seen those things they just stand there all of a sudden they're fucking coming mm-hmm. out like, yeah. yeah I'd be a toss up I'd have to flip a coin between a lion and a gorilla right and what's, what's that say about me and my personality I have no idea yeah um I'm not sure. It may, you're probably destructive. <laughs> I'm destructive um, now, and then I like to stand on top of a rock and look at my destruction. <laughs> look at your, look at your fucking, uh, whatever you would call it, your domain. I think I'd want to be one of the, like a dolphin or an orca, just, to, just to, just to see how smart they are. 
And Dolphin, yeah, Dolphin. And okay. I'd like to know like how smart oh. they really are. Like, are they what having about like a, intelligent dialogue or what? What about a great white? Nah. They'd be cool, but like I don't know. I guess you go around like fucking whacking shit in the ocean, but. <laughs> What about what about a goldfish? Just to see if it's true. If you do go around the bowl once, you go, oh look, house. Oh look, a house. <laughs> <laughs> do you really believe that all the plastic is actually uh, is actually plants and shit? Yeah. yeah. Oh look, a new plant. Then you go around the bowl again. Oh look, another new plant. Well, the question really would have... be. The, the question know, would be. How did I how did I know a goldfish has a memory like that? That's how I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, if you so let's say you were a lion would you be like lee would it be lee's brain and a lion or would you like have to take the lion's brain for the day and be like a fucking you know what i'm saying i'd probably be the lion's brain because then you got that like because they think different because he's more about dominance he's the number one he's you know got to be yeah. the leader of the pack and if any other lion comes in he's got to fight them to keep him away because these are his lionesses over here so he's got a yeah yeah so you probably have that that, that lion's brain where he's the alpha and everyone else is beneath him right otherwise otherwise you wouldn't survive if it was just me i'd be standing if it was lee's brain in a line and i'm standing up on top of fucking pride rock and i look down and i see the fucking whoever coming along i'd be looking down going hey did you hear the one about the monkey and the gorilla went into a cage together <laughs> they're like oh that fucking idiot he's telling yeah. jokes again He's no yeah. fucking king. He's yeah. a prankster. <laughs> probably wouldn't do too good with a human brain and a lion body. Yeah. Looking down there at the elephant. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Fat yeah. cunt. What are you doing? Are you fat cunt? <laughs> Did he call me fat? <laughs> yeah. He's lead a lion fat shaming me. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, but this is why I do think this comes under some scrutiny. If people want to look into it and the debate it should be a good debate with the goldfish where they say they got no memory and they go around and go around. I remember having goldfish and fish in general and you know you get your little flaky things and you feed them. Yeah. Like this. Every time I went to feed them and I picked that thing up and come near the bowl, they'd fucking go crazy and start coming to the top. So they must have knew you know like like your dog or your cat when you go to feed them and you get the food out or they fucking go yeah. nuts. Yeah. Ask me if I'm wrong, people. If you've got fish and you do this, but it always happened. I'd pick up the thing to go feed them, and they'd fucking start swimming and go crazy and come into the top like, bloop, 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 ready for the little flakes to come in. So Absolutely. if they couldn't remember, why would they know what I was doing? Right. Yeah, that's hmm. a good point. Because I do have a fish. I have one fish right now, and it's like and you, can you, know, walk, you can walk you know across. Feed him? Yeah, fuck yeah. You can walk across the room, and the, the fish will like, if if it's hungry and you're nearby the tank and you walk by, a lot of times the fish will like come to the side of the tank that you're on and like mm -hmm. do this with his mouth and swim really hard and shit like you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like if I go if I go stand near the tank and reach under it for the for the food, yeah, mm -hmm. he comes to the. It's surface. like he gets it. Like he gets excited like a dog or yeah. a cat when you go to feed him. When you, yeah. you said my cat's here. As soon as I get the or anything that sounds like the bag of cat dry food i get out if i get out a pack of the chips they fucking are fucking they're fucking gonna feed us again yeah plus my cat my cats do eat potato chips i don't know how they got hooked on them but anything it's like anything they hear that rattle they're <laughs> so yeah. yeah so 
I think this theory about fish not remembering is bullshit. And, until it comes to those fuckers when you go fishing and they get the fucking hook in their mouth, you throw them back and they get hooked again. It's like, then you fucking learn the first time. Yeah. I, <laughs> maybe I that's, where, maybe that, that's where they get it from. Well, I heard one time that fish, like some fish, like one eye sees with like, this eye sees with this side of the brain and this eye sees with this side of the brain. So if they see something from this side and then they see it from this side a little while later, they don't remember it because they just saw it with the one eye. That could be complete bullshit. But I remember hearing that like when I, back when I was into fishing like t- fucking 20 years ago. And what happens if they finally see it from both sides? Then they remember? Yeah, I guess so. Then they remember the, all the way around. <laughs> hey, do you think we could get a government grant for st- the study of goldfish? Look, I've seen people get grants for hundreds of thousands of dollars for fucking bullshit. So I think we can look into getting free government money to study goldfish. Yeah. Have you seen the pictures of the goldfish that people release? And like the raw, if you release them in the right, like part of. Well, is that when know, they get really, the right, really big? The, the right climate, they get fucking huge and they screw yeah. up the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get massive and it's like very, very fat. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to the top of Australia there where you can see it on the map, the top of Australia up the top there. They get like up there in the Gulf area and around the pointy part. Up there, they get those saltwater crocodiles that get, like, fucking 20 feet long or bigger. They're a Cohen? Is yeah, Cairns, up Cairns and town, yeah, up there, yeah. yeah. They're all around there, even over Darwin side a bit more where it says Darwin on the flat bit. Yeah, right here. Yeah, it's almost like where the Philippines just fell out of the middle there, didn't it? The country above us, it fits in yeah. there nicely. Yeah. And New Zealand broke off the side and Tasmania, but... Up there to get those 20-foot-long fucking salt crocodiles. So, and they, if you go, it says no swimming on the beach because you'll see them on the beach. or in, You know, you normally see a shark in the water. You see these fucking saltwater crocodiles at the beach. I'd love to get some from up there and bring them down here just so I could watch the surfers really fucking get fucked up where I live. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you, dickhead? Huh? No. Any, nope. any sharks today and this big fucking croc just comes out of nowhere? Yeah. Or if you, or, or if you go to Africa somewhere over there, and bring back fucking piranhas and just put into ocean bars. <laughs> so we could watch the kids have fun yeah. and go for a swim. Mummy, the fish are biting. <laughs> there it is. Why do I think of stuff like that? It'd just be so much fun. There's the Congo right there. You get some fucking uh, mm. you get some piranhas in that bad boy. Yeah. Well, even where I live here, where we have these like nice freshwater lakes, just release some crocodiles in there. So next time someone's out fucking, you know, just skiing on his skis and he falls off he's gonna get a surprise <laughs> is it like florida there where like any body of water you're at risk of getting no, whacked by a crocodile areas around where i am you won't get one but no but that's why i'd like to bring some down because i think it'd be more sportsmanship for these people to actually have a challenge yeah it's anyone true. can ski anyone can ski in a river without crocs add some crocs to it and it just ups the ante of how you better bad stay you want up. To go skiing yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I'll go you with this. <laughs> right. So uh, what you, watch you, how, you watch how good your balance is on a board if you see a shark circling. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, what, that's the spot, Australia. You guys have all the fucking man-killing animals. Don't you have to spray around your house to, like, keep spiders away? Yes. yes. Yeah, I did that the other day because summertime's coming and they start coming out, then... 
the other day we had a lot of rain again and when the rain comes sometimes the funnel webs come out they like if you leave your shoes outside you better shake your shoe out because they might go into your shoe and then you put your foot in and And then what Mm. i bite your fucking toe maybe won't it but does it does it does it does it cause any like it just hurts or does it cause any like bad reaction Uh, yeah like probably once it bites you if you don't get help you get like this bad reaction called rigor mortis (laughs) it fucking kill you but that's okay yeah (laughs) that's about you know dead stead it's like you know Hey, hey, Sally, you know, Dad got badly burnt. How burnt was he? Well, I don't fuck around the crematorium. You know, that type of that type of problem, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. If the Jesus. final web get if the final web gets you, yes, it can kill you. Oh, yeah, um, just down an hour from me, we have the reptile park. And they're like the only place in Australia that gets the funnel webs and they have to milk them to make the antivenom. So right. they do they do tell people if you find them, try get them safely and take them down there so they can milk them for the antivenom. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think uh what do you think about the Trump Biden thing? Do you think No, I think it's funny how people think Biden's a president and he's not. No, that's right. Still going on, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. But the well, media will know, tell you he's the president. Yes, yes, and Donald hasn't conceded and then there's the and this is the thing I hate too, because Trump said they stole the election. I was like how he should not say that he's inciting violence. I don't see the Trump fiends going out there inciting violence or anything, but then they replayed when Hillary lost and Hillary's saying Trump stole the election, blah, blah. Everyone said the same shit, but no one said shit about it. As soon as Trump says it, he's a sore loser, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, of course. Gore Gore said it with Bush or Bush said it with Gore that time. They had that big recount and then Bush won. Yeah, so it's like, was was that with the hanging chads that time, was it, or? I'm Something not sure. Like I remember it being like Florida, like Florida was the state that everyone and, was talking about. And like Trump got more votes this time than he ever got before. The only thing I don't believe is someone like Biden, who's been there so long and is vice president. I don't believe he got that many votes. And I don't believe when Barack Obama first ran for president, you know, being the first black president ever, he got a stack of votes. I do not believe old senile Biden got millions more votes than Obama ever got the first time he ran for president. Yeah, I doubt it. Call him, call him bullshit on that one. I he doubt doesn't it. have that. Biden doesn't have that many family members. That's for sure. Some people here that follow it pretty closely, like people who it depends. You have the Kool-Aid drinkers who believe everything they see. And <laughs> then you have the people who follow it, like with an open mind and then read every source uh-huh. of information. Those people, a lot of them, I've heard, not a lot, I've heard some people who are really confident that Trump will end up back in the presidency once everything unravels. Let's just say, even if it's not rigged, with the way they did it, saying, okay, let's COVID all these mailing votes, there's sworn affidavits they saw cheating going on. They've got tons of people with things saying, we've got people who are dead that have voted, so that's just there, but then it. The main thing was you have California, you have these huge states that all got their votes counted and stuff like that. Then you had these states, the swing states, you know, like Pennsylvania, Arizona, Vegas, the ones that if you win them pretty much decides who's going to be president. They're the ones that took forever. They're the ones where you saw Trump, where Trump was ahead in one state by 200,000. A day later, he wins that state. Somewhere like Pennsylvania, where he's up 700,000 votes. Hold on, we'll stop counting tonight. Next day, 
Biden's closing in, day later Biden. Like, how can you be that far ahead? And then Biden, or every mail-in vote was for Biden. I don't believe it. So, you know, well, even, if you said. even if there's no shittiness going on, they've made it look like it's pretty fucking rigged. <laughs> what are the and chances it, that, what are the chances that it comes down to the swing states and all of them take forever to count? Like, mm-hmm. it's like watching reality and, television and all, when like the things, and, and things go wrong at the perfect time to mm-hmm. make it a good episode. You know what I mean? And what are the odds all those mail-in votes were for Biden? I think one, they had 150 mail-in votes and they said, they're all Biden. You mean out of 150,000 people, there wasn't two fucking Trump votes in there. Come on, yeah. it's like, fuck me. They'd be like getting the coin, as someone said, and flipping a coin, and 150,000 times it comes up heads every time. It ain't gonna fucking happen. I think they overdid it. I think they, I think they, <laughs> get, I, I think they but like. Did, but did you notice the, the way they did it too? It's like I didn't understand because some states there's like different laws, so it makes it even more bullshit that they could, they could count the. Um, mail-in votes earlier and stuff like that yeah and then the other ones they couldn't so they had the pure count so they had the mailing ones counted so then the ones that voted on that day they counted theirs and this was the score whereas the other ones where they've counted them okay the ones that voted on the day got counted okay trump seven hundred thousand ahead and we've still got a few more to count but they're the states that almost look like okay let's count these ones all right now how many does biden need two hundred thousand okay we've got to count the mailing ones and they count some, Henry, we've got now 140,000. Okay, stop counting, we'll count the rest tomorrow. How many more do we need? Another 60,000. Okay, I'll find another 60,000. It's almost like they knew how many they needed to just keep fucking adding to get them, yeah. to get Biden over the top. Whereas if they just had said, listen, these voting count stops down. You had that one guy, he did an interview, worked for some postal place. He's given a sworn affidavit, he blacked out his face. He gave the postal master's name, whoever ran the postal thing. And he gave a sworn affidavit that the ones that came in late, he was ordered to stamp them the date deferred and then just send them out, even though they came in after the cutoff date. So when you have irregularities like that, it just, like I said, even if nothing was wrong, that just puts that doubt in your mind. So I was like, eh, it's like, but either way, like I said, if you were Trump, here, Biden, like... Trump or Biden, doesn't matter. They're only figureheads, as we said. So, and really, the average person like you or anybody else, Biden or Trump in, you still got to go to work the next day. You still got to pay your fucking bills. Not much is going to change. You're going to get the red light on the way to fucking work every now and then. So who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Unless Trump was trying to like really fix things. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But that's what some people think. That's why some people well, think, think that well, think Trump... some people think that Trump is trying to like reconfigure how things uh-huh. have always be done. And you know how yeah. things are done. And Lee. they don't, they don't and, like change. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, I, some people say that that's why that's why despite Trump being by all accounts a pretty fucking good president that's why the media is so horrendous to him is because he's trying to change mm-hmm. the status quo from day into, from day one yeah so like and the thing, that's why I watched that watch that thing that's on Amazon I watched it yesterday that the plot against the president and that pretty yeah. much starts from when he became president all the way through with all the bullshit with the Russian collusion, who started that, who was being paid to do that. When that yeah. general, general Flynn got, he was like one of the top fucking third star generals and he knew all his information and he hated the CIA, the FBI and shit. He was going to start getting rid of fucking different branches of that. They didn't like it. Obama tells Trump, don't hire this guy. Trump's like, mm, wonder why not? I'll hire him. 
And then they started this whole bullshit thing against him saying he was in cahoots with whatever, causing treason. It's a very good documentary. Then They had Trump Jr. on there and how all these people are going after their families and shit. It's just like, and then it was proven that the whole Russian thing was bullshit, but it shows you who started it, who was the gain from it and what was the happen and shit. So it's a very interesting documentary called The Plot Against the President. Hmm. Yeah, it's funny because here, I don't know how it is there, if there's even a, I don't, does people, do people fight about Trump and Biden there in Australia? Uh, they, just, they, just, they discuss it because, yes, we get it on the news a lot, yes, and then they, even Where on the their morning news. you get our news? It's so weird. We don't well, get we yours. Well, we get our news, but then. It's yeah, so clear that the people that, that run America are trying to run Australia as well. Oh, yeah, we're so combined. It's like the, yeah. that that Rupert Murdoch from Australia that owns the media. He owns half all the media, I think, in America, that Rupert Murdoch. He's Australian guy, so. It's the same in Canada and shit. And then they'll bring on some legal expert. We have our legal analysis here, and he's going to talk about the Trump thing that's going on, blah, 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 blah. But here, and, but what I was like, saying is the Trump, like, going into the election, most places here, the Trump support was, like, significantly greater than the Biden support. Like there were Trump oh, rallies. I saw a bunch of Trump rallies and I live in New York, like mm-hmm. not New York city. Thank God I would kill myself. If I lived in New York city, but, um, the, like tr- this, this state, like the electoral college basically makes voting in New York worthless. Cause if you want mm-hmm. Trump to win, if you're a Trump voter, you may as well stay home cause you live in New York state. Um, but, the, the Trump support was, like, massive, and the Biden I support was essentially <clears throat> essentially non-existent. And then Biden wins by a fucking landslide. It's like, wait a minute. You know, it's, it's almost <laughs> like know. you said. It's almost like they they jimmied it too much. Yeah. And they, like gave, they gave like themselves away. We did the... We did the mailing vote because it's for people who don't want to go out for COVID, but these people went to the grocery store majority of Biden supporters are out fucking protesting and rioting, so they can go out and do all that yeah. shit, but they couldn't go out and fucking vote. But once they did fill out the form, they still had to go out and mail it, so why couldn't you go out and vote on the day? None of it made sense. And I always like to, it's funny, when you see a state pick a random one, fucking North Carolina, that yeah. took forever to fucking get the numbers in. You'll see the whole state, and in the state, say there's 100 counties Every one of them is red, apart from one's blue, and Biden has the lead. I'm thinking, okay, this is probably a heavy populated area, the blue thing, but how can Trump have the majority of the state and this one blue square puts Biden over the fucking top? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's what, a lot of only, fishy only, shit. Only two people live in every other fucking county. But yeah, yeah, right. Twenty million, twenty million live in this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's uh. The whole yeah, thing. It just, is, it just, it just, as the days went on counting, it just seemed to be like, how many more do we need? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, we need another 50,000. Can you bring in another 50,000 mailing votes for Biden, please? Thank you. Yeah. How much, <laughs> how much do you, is there a lot of backlash over the lockdown there? Like, isn't there a lot of Australians that are like pissed off at the government for yeah. being so Actually, restrictive? A lot of it's, yeah, a lot of it's been lifted now, finally, in Melbourne. They can open the gyms and shit, but they're restricted to how many people you can have. People from New South Wales, where I live, still can't go into Queensland, but they'll let, you know, sports stars in and movie stars. But the average person, if you want to go see a dying father, you couldn't go see him. And now, 
we have the state of origin. It's like a big football game. Queensland is a state, and so is New South Wales, where they have football matches. The final yeah. game's on this week, and the Premier, who's so... You know, she's going against order. The doctors have said, look, it's okay, open the borders, but she won't because she has it in for the New South Wales Premier. But now she's saying, oh, it just so happens this Wednesday when the last game's on, I'm lifting restrictions. The stadium can be full. <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes sense stupid. where they say but don't you're going to have thousands here, but you're going to have thousands here, even at one game. You're going to have 30,000 at this game, but you can't have more than 10 people in the gym. And the wife and I went to McDonald's yesterday and we're laughing because here's the big fucking counter at McDonald's. And I swear the girl behind the counter is standing behind this three foot by three foot plexiglass yeah. with a thing in the window. And she's talking to everyone around the side. Right, of course. I said, what? COVID just hits this plexiglass screen. And the thing is, too, is like my wife said, for something that's meant to be hygienic, it's got finger marks all over. It looks like it's got spit stains on it. It looks like Stupid. a petri dish sitting on the counter. Yeah. But it's like, oh, COVID can't go around or it can't go through that hole where you pass yeah. your money and card through. I'm like, just take the fucking thing down, for God's yeah. sakes. <laughs> like I told you here, they just they just made it so the gyms have to close at 10. Like the reason the reason these the reason the rules are so stupid and unreasonable is because they're not designed to stop the spread of a virus. They're designed <laughs> to make it seem like we're stopping the spread of a virus. The the virus doesn't need to like I think, now, I think now the new thing is the new thing is <laughs> the new thing is 80-year-olds getting it and not getting any symptoms. Like like now, like mm-hmm. I hear, I hear firsthand stories from people every day about my seventy, my seventy nine year old dad tested tested positive for COVID, and he didn't even have a sniffle. My eighty five mm-hmm. year old grandma and eighty six year old grandfather both got COVID, and neither of them had any symptoms. Like it's not even making old people sick anymore. Like no. like a like a virus does as it spreads to through me, the population. To me, I believe. System. I believe personally it's been here for fucking ever, just that we never tested for it before. Someone's went, oh, hey, wait a minute, here's this new disease, let's test for it. Everyone's got it. And just yeah. like the flu, a lot of people can have the flu, it affects some worse than others. You can get that bad right. flu and the flu can kill tons of people, which it does. Yeah. So to My me, buddy it's just, got meningitis I, and I it think, almost killed him, and he's yeah. a young, healthy kid. I think it's always been here, they just never tested for it, and now they've found it, and I think it's like anything else. It's going to be here like the flu and the common cold forever. You just need to learn to deal with it and live with it because it's yeah. not going to go away. You can't keep shutting society down and destroying incomes and livelihoods every time. Wait a minute. More than 100 people have it. Let's shut down again. Let's, you know, stop. You can't. It's just fucking yeah. ridiculous. They're also making people. Well, look at, look at, look at Trump when Trump test- got it. Yeah. When that, when, it's fine. How many times did Pelosi, Pelosi and all those Democrats <clears throat> He's fat, he's unhealthy, eats McDonald's, blah, blah, blah. He got it, and three days later, he's fucking fine. He's 74. Yeah, well, he's in that age bracket of, ooh, be careful, it can kill you. Yeah. And Trump's like, I feel better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, what they're doing now is they're, they're – so if you test positive for COVID, even if you have no symptoms, which most people have little to no symptoms now – it's basically a symptomless – it seems like a nearly symptomless like virus at this point. Mm-hmm. And like but, – but if you if you test positive for COVID, you're, the doctors are like highly recommending that you go to the hospital. So now you can get on the news and say, 
there's this many positive tests and there's this many hospitalizations. What people watching their fucking stupid TV in their living room don't understand is Mm -hmm. the overwhelming majority of those hospitalizations are people who are not sick. They're just positive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, but when people watch their TV and they think, Oh my God, all these people are going to the hospital. Like, and then you go out in the real world and it's like, everything is fucking normal. Everything uh-huh. is fucking normal. There's there's ancient people getting COVID right now, and it's barely doing anything to them. Like there's nothing left to worry about. But uh-huh. that's why I say that's what, that's what makes, makes a me good laugh. distraction, doesn't it? That's what makes me laugh that the disease, <laughs> the disease is that deadly. You don't even know you got it. You got to go get told you fucking got it. It's that right. deadly. Right. Yeah. And you have to convince the public there's a pandemic going on. They're going uh-huh. through them. Like a magi- it's like a magician. Look over here while I'm just yeah. looking. Yeah, keep looking, keep looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do it well. They do it well. Yeah. They, have, they have done this very well. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lee. Better wrap it up there well, before we before I before, rant about COVID for an before hour. Jeff's lo- <laughs> before Jeff loses his shit. <laughs> you could have. You could, so you, could, you, you could even have it and not even that. Go get tested so we can know if you got it. Because I want you to come on <laughs> next time and say, you know what, Lee, I fucking got it, but I feel great. <laughs> yeah, I've probably had it twice already. All I do is handle yeah. money all day. Yeah, well, you but, probably uh, would have. Oh, that, that's a sniffle. Fuck, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I can't smell anything. Okay, but, no, um, you did. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Like, share, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think. Uh, we're working on a couple more guests. Uh, that was pretty cool with Ron. It went well, so I think we're gonna. Uh-huh. I'm gonna try to get some more guests on. I think we should I think get Bob. We'll try and get. Uh, yeah, I'll try and get. Um, I'll get Chris. Chris should come on. I'll send him a message. Yeah, I shot him a message. Can, okay, well, I'll send him one, and then I'll he can come on and. Do, I'm sure he pretty well. I just as long as we give him enough notice, he'll come on because he can talk about his yeah. movie. You For should sure. watch the movie. Watch the movie before we bring him on, and then you can, because you'll enjoy it. Where can I watch it? On YouTube? Uh, I don't fucking know where it is. It's on I one of those. Find it. Yeah, we'll just fuck it. I think there's a link. If you go to his Instagram page, he's been putting up a few things lately, and it says you yeah. can go click on. Yeah. That's what. That's where you'll find it. All right. And then you can tell me what you think of Sean's commentary on it. Ugh. <laughs> oh, you sniffed again. You sniffed again. I know. Like you've, you're, oh, you're coming down money. with it, mate. It's probably like, that rail like I did before the show. That's it. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Scarface. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all right. For uh, for Lee Priest, I'm Jeff Roberts. Renegade Muscle, episode 11. And yeah, we man. are out. See you later, everybody. Hey, Rue.